Chris and Guy from the Extremely Casual Gamers podcast. We're a casual gaming podcast for the everyday gamer. We chat everything gaming from PlayStation to Xbox to Nintendo to PC, but not like full-on stuff, like super chill stuff, casual stuff, like, oh, if you had to date a video game character, who would you date? Even if you're just gaming on your mobile, we want to hang out with you. And we've got awesome giveaways for you to win. Join us every Thursday for a brand new episode. Just search Extremely Casual Gamers wherever you get your podcasts. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a Frank Podcast. doing what have you done what have you been in since i last saw you i was, I was there yesterday i know <laughs> i told you i had a sleepover with well, Morgana O'Reilly. you're not telling me now you're telling the audience no i'm hey well look what i've been up to i've just been hanging out yeah in auckland yes um spent some nice time with my good friend jody rimmer yes and morgana o'reilly both of whom were started alongside me in new tuesday yes um, which is ironic because now we're about to talk to Jackie Van Beek, I believe. We are. We've got what a guest. What an amazing woman she is. Yes, she is. Um, she directed six episodes. So we're going to be talking to her, which is bloody exciting. She's done heaps of directing, heaps of acting. and um, you get Quite a fly- bit of contemporary dance. Quite a bit of contemporary dance and Pilates, as it turns mm. out. And, um, yeah, so she went to school with Taika back in the day, and um, so those relationships go way, way back. It's quite an amazing little... Um, Area of talent, isn't it? To yeah. come out of Wellington, Wellington. Well, it's not surprising. Widely, and also Onslow was doing pretty well for itself around those years. Well, Onslow just two College. People. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple of others that came out around the same time out of there. Tony Yee, of course. My cousin, Paul O'Leary. Paul O'Leary. He became a cop in Waipawa. Oh, he's very good at what now he does. Now he owns Domino's. He's into Domino's. No, no, he's not into Domino's. <laughs> he owns the Domino's in New Plymouth. Oh, he owns the Domino's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody it's hell. It's the most popular Domino's in New Zealand. Is it really? Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even lying. They're sort of like five bucks a pop down there, aren't they, the Domino's pizzas? Oh, I love everywhere. a Domino's. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good so, yeah, on a lot him. of talent Jeez. coming out of Onslow College, wow. right? So, I have good to on say you, that mate. Jackie Van Beek. Yeah, well, she's sort of be go, go Tyker, Paul, was it? Paul O'Leary, yeah. And then Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Tony. And Tony Yee. 
<laughs> um, bloody good. Well, sure, I, I sort of touch on it, or I'm going to touch on it in this interview that's coming up. Touch on who, Jackie? Um, the story. Uh, but my Post Malone story. I went to Post Malone. Oh, yes. How did that go, Mike? It went really well. It was a great show. Um, stone Cold Sober. It's been a while since I've done that at a, any kind of an event, but a lot of people there. Yeah, well, at Western yeah. Springs there outside. Bloody. How many, how many are we talking? Would it be, oh, yeah. Anywhere between ten and a hundred thousand. I'm not good at that sort of stuff. I'm not good. I'm not good at that sort of stuff. All shapes and sizes, all ages. Yeah. Post Malone. Get there was kids there, so probably as young as six. Wow. And there was a woman standing next to me who would have been in her late sixties and was singing along. Well, that's great. It was really cool, man. Diverse appeal. A very diverse. And there was all the people ranging from sober like me to passed out in the street. Yeah. That sort of yeah. styles, you know? Yeah. Some people were passed out when I got there at 7.30. It was, the, the night was over for them yeah. already, which is a <laughs> hell of an effort. And uh, tickets weren't cheap, so, yeah, good on them for that. But, yeah, very, very good, very, very good show. And then I left, walked up the Bullock track. Yep. I think um, vaping is having an effect on our youth because the people were getting to the top of the Bullock track, which is it's, it's a steep hill. It's a couple of hundred metres long of that. Um, and people are just collapsing at the top of that hill. Yeah, and you're going to blame vaping for that? Yeah, well, I think so. Because so they were in good nick, young people, 20 years but old. But were they drunk? Oh, nah, it was a whole mix. Some okay, people yeah. have just fell over on the street. <laughs> and uh, somebody's just saw somebody else fall down and just went, man down. <laughs> people just laughed. Um, and then I went back to grab my car and I was thinking to myself, gee whiz, it is parked a lot further away than I remember it being parked. And then I was like, hang on a minute, I think I've been towed or it's been stolen, which I'm hoping it's been stolen. Yeah. So I don't you, like that car. And I like the fact that that was last night. You're here now, we're yep. hanging out. You don't even give a shit about your car. I don't care, man. I had a well, really good time. you tried to find it, but you don't know the licence plate no, number. No, I don't know the licence plate number. I think I've got a photo of the car somewhere, so that'll help. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I don't care. I had a really good time. And then I sort of had to go for quite a big walk to find a lime scooter. I was like, I'm going to lime scooter home. Um, but what was better than that was I found a lime bicycle, which is slightly less humiliating, I think, <laughs> yeah. than I don't know, scooter. those bikes are pretty <laughs> embarrassing. It's the carrier, I think, yeah, on the front that ruins it. But yeah. I got to put my hoodie in there, so that was good. Well, why didn't you put what was in your pockets in there? Well, then I got home and I was sort of um, – I can't remember what I was doing. I was doing something out in the kitchen. Anyway, I reached into my pocket and I was like, oh, God – I had a banana in there. I'd taken a banana to the gig because I don't want to um, eat their food. And if I got hungry, I wanted to have a snack. So I had a banana in my pocket. And, in fact, when I went in, because they give you the uh, the wand yeah. to make sure that you're not carrying any um, automatic weapons in there. And uh, the woman said, um, got anything in your pockets? And I said, yes, actually, I do, this banana. <laughs> and she sort of made a face and I said, has anybody else come in today with a banana in their pocket? <laughs> <laughs> and no, um, I was the first, surprisingly. <laughs> and so then, yeah, so then I squashed, because I'd been pedalling furiously to get <laughs> home because I was looking to relieve the babysitter and um, save a few bob there. Um, I'd been crushing the banana in my front left pocket every pedal. Crush, 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 but I didn't know. What notice. kind of pants were you wearing to, to be able jeans. to house a banana? You put a banana in jeans Front pockets. pocket jeans, yeah. Yeah, I should have felt it, but I didn't. I should have, yeah. Um, I didn't. So that was squashed all through my pockets, so they're in the wash. Um, and now today, at some point, I'm going to have to go and find Your car. my car, which also has the kid seat in it for my daughter. So today was, yeah, 
to go a bit slower to school today. <laughs> uh, Did you put her in, in the carry of a lime bicycle? I'm <laughs> <laughs> so good. I didn't think of that. Because we got, we got out. In the morning, I give my daughter a piggyback. She jumps on my back and I piggyback her outside with Tinker, my dog, who also plays Officer Good Boy, yeah. even though she's a female. That's, <laughs> that's the range she's got. <laughs> and we went outside so that she can urinate on our front um, bit of grass there. And uh, I'd parked the lime scooter up against a tree. And my daughter said, oh, look, Dad, somebody's parked a, a, a bike. bike up against yeah. the tree. And I said, that was that was your old man. That was me. And did she She's like, why? It cool? took, I couldn't get it through again. <laughs> I don't think she understands. She's four years old. I can't quite She's... get through the concept of towing. She's like, why would somebody tow it? Because it's, tow your car? Because you parked illegally. That's right, but she doesn't understand legalities at this point. She just doesn't. And no matter how much I try and drill it into her. Um, and so she said, is it good or bad that it's been towed? I said, well, bad. I would rather that they didn't, but I'm not upset about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think potentially what might make me upset is when I find out. How much it's going to cost. Which could be upwards of $300, I'd imagine. I would, yeah, that's what I'd guess. Yeah. What do you reckon? Three. F- uh, last time I got towed, 180 <laughs> Yeah, but you're in Wellington as well. They're nicer down there. Yeah, but uh, and then one time they towed me and I went to the tow yard and I'm like, no, 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 we just parked it on the street of Brooklyn Hill and yeah. they just moved it to another place. You know, I like, now, and I think this is, this is probably what will have happened. Yeah, they, they've got these places that just hard. leave the cars. Yeah, it's too hard yeah. for them to move it all the way back and then come all the way back. Yeah. They want to make all their money. Yes, yeah, so they just leave it and hide it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And then you, yeah. I did a little drive around this morning, but I couldn't see it. But anyway, yeah, what so we, I'll, let, I'll let you know. Huh? What were you driving? My other car. Oh, you've already, you've already got one car. Yeah, we're sweet. we're sweet. We'll just leave it. And if you guys want to store it for the rest of your life, <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Good luck to you. I'm not paying you 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, just let me say, first of all, welcome to it's the Wellington. It's too late for first of all. Welcome to the Wellington. Off the bat, I just want to say, <laughs> welcome to the Wellington Paranormal Podcast. My name's Mike Minogue. And my name is Karen O'Leary. How good. Um, we're coming to you from the Frank Podcast Studios here in Tamaki Makoto, uh, also known as Auckland City. Um, this podcast, for new listeners, it's got this line here, Potty Jake's put in here, and it's in bold. <laughs> <laughs> Explain pod for new listeners. Obviously, I've missed that before. So he's put in bold now. Yeah, it's in bold. And it caught my eye. Look at that. You've yep. done your job well there, Potty Jake. Yeah. Um, this podcast is about the TV series Wellington Paranormal, of which there were four seasons. Yes. And we're going to drag this bastard out into 100 episodes. Easy. You keep saying that, and I'm still here, I guess. So that's what we're going to do. This is going to go for years. We're going to talk to each other. We're going to talk to other people that were part of the show. We are. We're going to answer questions from fans. <sighs> Yes. We're going to, you know, just really get deep into Wellington Paranormal. 100% we yep. are. Yeah, so the writers, the directors, the guest actors, actors. production designers, producers, makeup people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of them. Everyone. Um, and so, yeah, if you've got any ideas as a listener out there, if there's any guests you'd like, um, reach out to us. Yeah. Um, we'll talk to you at the end of this episode about how you can do that through our various socials. Uh, but you're going to have to listen to this interview with Jackie Van Beek first. And you're going to enjoy it. Do you have Apple TV? I well, I got. I was one of those suckers, right? A smart sucker who thought, <laughs> who you know, when you get like when you get a, um, I don't know, a device or something, and then you have that Apple TV Plus, and then you realise you're paying for it, and then six months into that, I was like, wait a minute, and I unsubscribed, and now I can just go on Apple and just rent or buy. Right. You, you don't have to pay that monthly subscription. No. Yeah, so, I think everybody so knows that. You, no, no. Where's I mean, the like, smart like, part? My husband, yeah, Jesse, Jesse didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, really? No. And I bump in, 
a, a lot of people who think that you just have to pay. I say no, you can just like you can just yeah, go on just hire something for ninety nine cents. Yeah, three ninety five, three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven ninety nine. There's another option. There's no. often seven. We can buy. Apparently, you can buy, and that's yes. a slightly Five higher price. Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, smart sucker. Yeah, smart sucker. Yeah, I think uh, it surprised me that you didn't know that. Yeah, I, I mean because you get the three months free after you buy your laptop or your phone or whatever, and that's then how they got next me. thing you know, yeah, it's that's how they over. got me. But there's nothing on there, no. unless you're renting or buying. There's, but that shows them. There's nothing there. There's the morning show, Severance, Ted Lasso. Oh, which is one of the worst shows ever. ever, oh, ever I haven't made. seen Ted Lasso. It's on my list, but um, oh, it was. It's just sappy. I love it. Yeah, so, I, and I think that's great. But I just, <laughs> I when you feel them playing with your heartstrings. I resist that. Yeah, no, this is the thing. But you don't really have access to emotion. No, yeah, yeah, so. not yeah, human yeah. emotion. No, no, no so. it's, yeah. For the and I'm a big so. fan of him. And I think the actors are great. But it was just like, yeah, it just got a bit. It's sappy. a bit emotional, did it? You'll it was, see. It was you watch it. And I bet you I will. Like, oh, yeah. Inspirational is what it was. I really wanted to like Severance because, you know, a, a couple of my good friends who I respect yes. um, were like, oh my God, this is the show. Is it the one where they get the, the brain thing? It's, it's, yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, one yeah, where you don't it. remember oh. what you're doing at work. Yeah. yeah. It took me I didn't seven, watch all of it. It took me seven sittings to get through the first two eps. That <laughs> happened so with cold. me with Breaking Bad and uh, what's the recent one that was Great Succession? I had to succession. keep rewatching the first. Oh, God. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then eventually got there. But Severance you'd like because there's very little emotion. Yeah, it's good. You'd love it. Yeah, well, I like the sets. There's no personality in them whatsoever. Yeah, it's cold. Like cold. <laughs> yeah. cold. A lot of hallways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of hallways. <laughs> yeah. Lifts. Um, Just retirement lifts. Yeah. Um, so, Jackie Van Beek, why acting? Oh, Lord. <laughs> why? Why acting? Well, yeah, that, why acting? That, that, that question was. Um, oh, I love that. We, we had a, a list of. Uh, you know, it was sort of a run sheet that um, Potty Jake over here put together, and one of the questions he suggested suggested was that we ask us each, each other, other why acting. Why acting? Yeah. I like that. Do you yeah, want me to yeah, answer? Yeah. Or is yeah, it just one of your little jokes, and no, I no, laugh and then we move on? You might, no, as well, no. might as well answer it. No, why acting? Okay, Jackie? why acting? I guess it's the thrill of performance. I guess it's the thrill of a live audience. I love. I love. I love being in a space where if something goes wrong. You just have to problem solve, and you're mm. doing it in a very public space, and it's time critical. That's <laughs> what I thrive on, and sure. it thrills me. Yes. Um, can you tell us what you're going to be doing tomorrow? You've got a show of some description, don't you? Is that tomorrow or tonight? I'm going to Pilates. Is that <laughs> no, what you mean? No, 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 the other thing. Your, your other show with your, your dancing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, my yeah. big show. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, I um, I attend um, uh, hip-hop classes every Tuesday, 6.30 to 7.30 at Tapac. Richie Cezanne, I mean, a genius. <laughs> Gold medal winner. Sure. Um, so we've got a big show coming up at Tapac. It's just for the younger hip-hop students, like seven- and eight-year-olds, yeah. but we, uh, we've got some... Some intricate Corrie we're learning. Yeah. And we're going to be doing formations next Tuesday. Can you tell me how many people are in this class? And what sort of age range are we talking? Um, age range, well, it's an adult class, so yes. everyone oh, has to be over 18. Yeah. And there's yeah. some very naughty language in the music, <laughs> in, the, in the songs. Um, so, yeah, so everyone's 18, I would say, to, ooh, I'm edging up towards one of the more senior uh, sure. Sure. members. But still fit as a fiddle. Yes. Um, uh, I would say 18 to, say, 55. Oh, great. It's fantastic. I really want to come and see it. I know you do. And will you do a show for the public? 
Or it won't be not. for the no. Well, what about the thrill you were just talking about? Yeah, Wouldn't the, that be thrilling I, for you? If, if, okay, if if Richie, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I would say yes. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay, but great. you've do, been doing it for ages, haven't you? Yeah. What the dancing? Yeah. The, the, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something, guys. Thrilling. I'll tell you something. Okay. When I came out of high school, and we're talking 1993. Same here. Onslow. Yeah. Was it Onslow? Onslow College. Yeah. Um, also attended by Taika Waititi and Anna Scottney years later. And Tony and, Yee. And my cousin Paul. Ah, Do you know Tony uh, and Yee? Paul. Tony <laughs> Yee. I don't. Famous cricketer. No, nah, he's uh, a <laughs> yeah, guy. Went to end up going to school. Not a lot of famous ye cricketers out there, to be honest with you. You think um, the Pacific, Māori and Pacific, are underrepresented in um, cricket teams? Um, Asian New Zealand as as well, are massively we, are underrepresented. And uh, no, yeah, well, we're back there talking about Tony Yee. but Tony Yee is from, he's from Levin. He's from Levin, but oh, he went to Onzo College for a period. Ah, oh, what and years? He cl- and he clings on to the fact that he knows Taika. You know he? what I mean? Yeah. Right. Whereas yeah. I try to distance. It's shameful. Yeah. 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 Um, but you came out of Onslow College in so, 1993. So interestingly, 1993, I come out of Onslow College and I um, I enrolled, not many people know this about me, I enrolled, in, well, start, first of all, I start doing theatre, you mm. know, doing a lot of theatre shows. Not hospitality? No, I didn't. I've never, I've never worked in hospitality yet. Yeah. We'll see how the hip hop show goes. I don't know. It could be me in a cafe. Hip hospitality. <laughs> oh, I love that. God, it just rolls out of here. Guys, I really need to make my point. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So I come out of high school in 1993. I start doing a lot of shows at like Bats and whatnot. Do you want me to go get you that orange juice? <laughs> yeah. I also enrol in like full time university, of course, at Victoria, um, doing like English English degree. and But I also and not many people know this, enrol in a full-time contemporary dance course. Whoa. Yeah. So dancing is in my bones. Thank you. Sure. How did, you, how did you hold that down when you also were doing full-time study in theatre? It was a lot of um, running from one thing to the other. Mm. And then eventually after that first year, I essentially got kicked out of the, the what's it called, the dance school. Right. Because I was too distracted by theatre and uni. Yeah. Because um, as a dancer, you've got to commit. Oh, sure you yeah. do. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah, Did so you I, just find that out in that first year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I've got to come out. Well, I, like, I, I wanted to do like, you know, 50,000 things at once. Yes. And everything worked perfectly apart from the dance. They, yeah. They wanted me there, they wanted me there full-time they for the full-time program. They wanted you to program. be focused on dancing and only dancing. Yes. Um, do you, think that's... you would have been paying for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I loved it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Not enough to it. go. Well, I really wanted to. And well, no, no, I was there quite a lot. But um, but theatre rehearsals were very late, and there was a lot of drinking. So in the mornings, very tough to get to that first dance mm. class. Yes. You know, very yes. very challenging. And were you doing it at school? Theatre at school? Yes. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Talk me through your first uh, your, th- your first the- theatrical thingy magic. Did you do the plays in the um, the school journals? Do you remember oh, those at primary school? Oh, yeah. You want me to go right back then? Oh, okay. let's go. Okay. Johnsonville West Primary <laughs> School. Okay. Now called West Park, I believe. Oh, that's a good name. Um, I was the studious kid who would, you know, get, nerd. Pretty, get yeah, quite, <laughs> like, pretty nerdy when it came to, like, theatre, and I loved all that stuff. Right. So Sweet Porridge was a uh, play in one of the one of the yes. journals. 
I remember we got split into a group and then they were like, okay, the teacher was like, okay, you have to work out who's playing what. Now, I very, very, very quickly counted up every single word for every single part <laughs> and then chose the one with the most words, yeah. which unfortunately was the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's how I'd work out which part I wanted, the most yeah. words. Right. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. Most boring, most boring part. But the narrator, yeah. But are you still like that now? No, I would go with my love of, you know, the thrill of the performance and things. I would probably opt for um, not the lead, not the lead. You know, I'm talking about like of a, a school journal, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to go narrator. Definitely don't go narrator. <laughs> yeah. um, don't go the lead because they'll kind of be, you know, the straight guy. Yeah. Go for the kind of weird Wacky. witch. Yeah, the yeah. weird witch that yeah. emerges from the forest, page 27. It's like, whoa, yes. yeah. who's she? Yeah, really yeah. Doesn't have that many lines, but what a costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> uh, and then, what did you when you started doing the old uh, theatre stuff when you got out of um, high school? Did that lead into was there stand upy stuff? No, I've never done stand up. Ah, right. I've performed you? at a few comedy clubs in kind of like duos, but no, no, no. I've always avoided the. I always thought it was too kind of late night. It's late. I don't like working up late. late. No, no I'm I don't same. mind on a night. Oh, let's be honest. We hate night shoots when we see them in the yes. schedule, don't we? Like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, I had to stay up last night till uh, 11 o'clock. Because you were at Post Malone. I, was, I know. And oh. I was gutted. And then you lost your car. Well, it's gone, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's been a total stolen. See, I ran into a lot of traffic issues because of Post Malone yeah. trying to get to Hip Hop at Tap uh, Oh, yeah, that would have been terrible it for you. It was shocking. I was yeah. six minutes late. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. It wasn't good. I couldn't remember anything. Um, but you haven't ever wanted to do stand-up as an idea? You'd be great at stand-up. A lot of people have um, have suggested it. They tried to encourage me. Yeah. No, no, no. See, Jesse does stand-up. Yes. Um, uh, and I'm happy just for him to do it. Right, because you don't want to get in there and blow him out of the water. He'd be devastated. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, Jesse I, Griffin, your husband. Yeah, correct. Yes. Um, I don't know because it's a whole, it's a whole genre in itself. What I really like um, is. I don't know. I, I, I like to work on creative projects. So yeah. I've always been more drawn to like writing, directing, acting in like plays or, you know, TV shows, films, yeah. you know, a bit more not like, oh, you, you know, you're going on at 11.30. By you know, yourself. You'd have to be drunk. You'd yeah. have to you'd sit there drinking. <clears throat> yeah. And then you have to, I don't know, sit in the back room and talk about how badly you did and stuff with all the other comics. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I, it's yeah. just not I my feel, thing. I feel, I feel your pain because people have also asked me to do stand-up and I'm like, no, I, yeah. no, I don't want to do. It's that. quite confronting. So, I, so think. Like, I, I think I enjoy humour when it comes with other people alongside mm. you, rather than standing up there and having to make funny things out of nothing. Yeah. I need the conversation. It'll be a lonely world, I think, because you're creating, yeah. like, you're creating material for yourself if you're your classic kind of. Yeah, I think if you were doing it alongside everything else you do, instead of it being the only thing, I wouldn't want it to be the only thing you do, because the best case we scenario, we don't is, want it to be the only thing that you do. Oh, not you, I don't think anyone wants it to be the only thing that but I do. But then, because you, you don't want to get into your, like, your 50s and 60s and still have to go out on tour. Oh, my God, no. That would be horrible. What about? Unless the, you love it. I mean, yeah. Because when yeah. you, when you guys you? talk about, oh, maybe, or Mike, you say, oh, maybe it's not the only thing you do. I just, just the thought of it right. makes me feel dread sure. for the gig. Like, I'm already dreading the gig that I don't that even have exist. scheduled. Yeah. Whereas my job, I'm very lucky. I look, I, I really genuinely look forward to, like, Working every day, and it's all my work is quite different, you know, job to job. But I think I would just dread 
I think it's too confronting standing up there. Yeah. The audience. Yeah. They're throwing stuff so at you. Yeah, they don't have to like you. It's horrible. No, yeah, that's, but, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't and you hide can't behind see, yeah. And you can't see them not liking you in real time. And you can't edit the bits that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Should we move on? To, I, would, I want to know how Jackie, obviously, we first met at the party. Oh, yes. Remember we met at the party? On the dance floor. I know about this. But you were on the dance floor. Oh, yeah, I was on you the dance floor. You guys were giving it death. I just was, and I'd never met you, and I was like, oh, she's so cool. And I thought, you just this was fantastic. We had a dance off, and it was great. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah. And, uh, this was and I didn't the... know that at that point you were a contemporary dancer. But no, I, you know, it wasn't but clear. I, was bit... yeah. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, but I wasn't dancing in that genre that night. Oh, phew. Okay, I wasn't I, doing my contemporary. What were you doing? The hammered. We were doing kind of like quite. Well, I remember it being like you and I Probably having our sexual? first dance together. No, yeah, it was kind it was, of aggressive. It was aggressive. Like, it was like a dance off. Like we were trying right. to. Quite competitive. Yeah, it was very competitive. What party was this? At the, the rap party for what we do in the shadows. Yes. yes. There we go. Which we were all in. Yes. How'd you get that job, Jackie? You were pretty good in that, didn't you? Get a trophy. You got a best actor I for that. Actually, yeah, I did. Mm. I got a best actor. Um, how was I in that? I was in that because well, I'm friends with Tiger and Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But had you done stuff with them before? Had you? Yeah. Well, yes. Well, because I, I, oh yeah. Did like, you yeah. do the human beast stuff or not? No, that was just Tiger and Jermaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, well, I, you know, um, I went to, I was at school with Tiger, so mm. we did all those school shows together and then did lots of shows at Bats. And then with Jermaine, I met him when I was in my, like, first year of uni. Um, I, and I started, I started a writer's group. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to an op shop and I bought, or maybe someone bought it for me, I don't know, the secondhand, quite, like, big armchair. And I put it in our flat, in our crappy flat, and then I, then I put lots of kind of low-lying cushions and beanbags around me. And I invited, like, three or four people to join my writer's group. <laughs> and you got the chair? I was sitting in the chair. <laughs> and one of those people was Jermaine Clement. Who I kind of met maybe through Duncan Sarkis. He was doing, he wasn't at uni, but he was doing stuff like lurking around. Yeah, doing some comedy. He strikes me as a comedy. lurker. Was yeah. he a lurker yeah. back then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lovely lurker. <laughs> yeah, no, um, not in your face, but no. definitely present. Yes. Um, and 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 Jermaine on the first on the first writers group, he brought along. He said, "Oh, I've brought my I've brought um I've brought my mate. I hope it's okay. Who's also your neighbour." And that was Brett McKenzie. And so wow. then I met Brett and we were neighbours, so we became great friends. And so, um, yes, yeah, so I was I was working with Tyka just in random theatre stuff and, and Jermaine I would always write into my weird devised shows and he'd be like, oh, no, Jack, I'm really busy. And I'd say, come on, man. And he, I remember I wanted him to be in this... Um, and the big unit, I did the university like capping show one year. And I said, Come on, Jermaine, I've written you a great part. He's like, Oh, no, what is it? I said, You're the narrator. Like, you know, and, and you're, but you're in a wheelchair. It's going to be hilarious. And he said, Okay. And then he tried to kind of like uh, basically not kind of price himself out, but he said, He said, I can only be in it if it's an electric wheelchair. And he knew, he knew I had zero budget and we were like opening in two days. And by God, I found that electric wheelchair and I put him in it and he was on stage for that show. So, yeah, we, I made him do lots of things with me um, in those early years. Wiggle Wiggle, I made him uh, perform that dance show with me. Uh, to the song Wiggle Wiggle. Oh, I don't know Wiggle Wiggle. No, I don't think anybody does. Um, <laughs> I was obsessed with it for about two months, and so I was like, we've got to perform it in public. Okay, then. And that's a, that was a widely released song, was it? 
Or is that something you've written? No, oh no, no, no. It was I was it was like on a CD. Oh great. Well we'll find that. Yeah, we'll look we're that gonna up. get that yeah. in here. Because you actually wiggle, did, wiggle, you wiggle. did quite a bit of wiggle wiggling <laughs> wiggle, with wiggle. Jermaine and various um things, haven't you? What are you sorry, what do you mean by wiggle wiggle? Well <clears throat> just, you know, like wiggling things that you sometimes when you're with someone else that you you know you have a closeness with or not. You this wiggle. Sexual. <laughs> well it is, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for being more direct. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um yes, we have performed an I think only a couple of hilarious sex scenes. Oh, it was two, yeah. wasn't it? Both of which I've written oh. and, and then made him be in. <clears throat> but he wasn't in a wheelchair. No. no. Next no. time, next time. <laughs> um, and how was what we do in the shadows for you? Loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Um, what I remember is Jermaine saying to me one morning, because I found out they'd written a script, um, which I didn't know about. Right. Like this 150-page script or yeah. something. And Jermaine would say to, the, uh, say to me in the morning, do you want to see the sides or, or would you prefer not to? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I will be a lot better if I don't see any words. <laughs> I am just going to let you just tell me, give me a subject, and I will start talking. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, so that's what I loved about it. You didn't have to learn any lines. They yeah. were very happy with that because, you know, they're reasonably freeform, those boys. Yes. Um, or when they can be. Um, and, you know, you just go on and on and on. Mm. And they just put you in amazing costumes inside amazing environments that you rattle on until yeah. they cork up. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And that's very much that's uh, the Karen O'Leary method as well, and me as well, but you're very good at it. What, we were talking, talking about it in one of the other episodes where you're getting – in fact, it was in the the ghost house or things that go bump in the night or whatever it ended up being called, yeah. where I think the first time that – Karen, where it was just like, Karen, can you just describe what you're seeing here? And it was when um, we were tasing. Each other. And, and Ma- I just was like. Minogue and Marka <laughs> was tasing yeah, and went so, through the ghost yeah, blanket. Yeah, done that. And um, then O'Leary just, okay. Quite a bit of pain, yeah. but, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And she would just talk and talk and talk until somebody would say, cut. Yeah. And we would do that together, actually. Yes. If we're in the car, you guys, a yarn, just blah, can blah, I just blah, say blah. a couple of statements, a couple of st- statements here. You guys are amazing improvisers. And... Wellington Paranormal, what a mm. fantastic show, don't you think? Yeah. I was so, I, I loved making that show. Yeah. It was so fun. It was fun. It's very silly. And the first <laughs> season you did uh, you did Ghost House, which was great. Loved it. And the She weird. Wolf was she the Wolf. other one. Yeah. She Wolf, Anna Scottney. Anna Scottney. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was so good, she was scary. <clears throat> she was really scary. Yeah. She was scary, actually. And I remember <laughs> in that, I, th- I feel like one of the first things we – First times we had a scene with her was in the she was in the back of the yeah. car, and she was toy, toy. She went through toy Fikari, a national drama school, yeah. and um, yeah. there was a real method to her madness. So the character is obviously an absolute lunatic. So she would get into character in the back of the car, and Karen and I obviously not having come from that world, we're like what the fuck? yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> we were like, so, so when we were yeah. then like having to handcuff her and walk it, like when we looked terrified, that we was were. actual <laughs> actual fear of her. Uh, and it turned out that she's a lovely human being. Oh, very talented. But I wasn't entirely aware of that at the time. Well, no, she's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Anna Scotty, but yeah, oh, like she's she, unreal. She's very yeah. playful, but she commits. Like oh. she, she, if she's if she's a werewolf, she will be a <laughs> yeah. werewolf. Like that's what I love about her. It's like she is that werewolf. That's right. And I remember she'd be in character, and there's a lot of improv, and she'd just be dropping dropping f bombs left, right, and centre. Oh yeah. And we were like, oh, I don't know if they're swearing in the show. You're like, nah, nah, nah. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll just beep it out. No, no, it's fine. It's did good. we? Yeah, 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 do more. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. We did. It was really good. It was really funny. What are your memories of the ghost house you won? 
It was a hot summer, if I can jog your memory that way. Yeah, the ghost house. Um, what I oh, what I remember most is actually being in that spooky uh, Kandala house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember doing a lot of. What was it like? Was it haze or dry ice? And ghosts walking around. I remember Atmos. the ghosts a lot. A ghost walking in with cakes. You know? <laughs> yeah, the cakes. And then having to do a lot of green screen. A lot of. Do you know what I mean? A lot of yeah. shooting a lot of plates for all the VFX, and then shooting. I just loved the the stupid ghost. Uh, one with the crochet the crochet blanket yeah. that came hurtling blanket. down the yeah. wall towards us. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I kind of knew it was coming because it was in the script and I directed it. But I was like, this is it's so dumb. I yeah. just love that too because I, I was like. It's so dumb, but it's yeah. so funny. I kept a diary um, every day. I'd record myself driving home and sort of do a recap of the day. So uh, I've been going back through and listening to that. Um, and the the thing that we were trying to work out at the time was how Scooby Doo do we make this? Mm. It was a Scooby. That was a sort of a Scooby Doo episode. And so we were sort of like reactions were pretty big. Mm. The fear, like essentially, I was playing. Scooby Doo or the other one, Shaggy. Shaggy. And then so we did that for a while, and then it was like. That's not. That's too big. Let's just bring that down. Yeah, because that was season one. That was mm. way back yeah, in yeah. season one, where kind of that's right. It's everyone's like trying to find their time. Trying to work yeah. out, yeah, who who our characters were yeah. and what you know. But you know what? Dynamic duo, you guys. It was good fun. Yeah, yeah. shit, yeah. Hey, it was alright. It was okay. <laughs> um, and that house was hot as hell. It was. I don't remember that when you said it was all blacked blacked up, and it was like on the one Wellington summer that was actually a summer. We got about thirty days in a row of just heat. Yeah, and we were doing night shoots or shoots with black curtains. Yeah, that's right. Um, And a woman came out and did a um, karakia to start in that house to bless the house essentially to cleanse it because it was, I think, haunted. Yes. Yeah, by that woman that used to be an avid theatre person. Yeah. And apparently, that the woman that blessed the house was like. Oh, there's someone in there, but she's she's really happy with what you're doing. Yeah, and it was a little bit spooky. Did that freak you guys out, or no? I just thought it was quite cool. Not yeah. me, no. no. And then there was the electrician. What about the electrician story? Yeah, when because apparently yeah, I was talking to Yatesy, and he said they sent a, an electrician over to make sure that the house wasn't going to like blow up, which it could have happened because it's pretty run down. And apparently it, the electrician said to him, "Oh no, I went over and knocked on the door, and there was someone on the stairs, but they didn't open the door, so they wouldn't let me in. There was a woman on the stairs." But no one had been in the house. For Another true years. story. For 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite freaky, isn't it's it? It's a bit freaky. But it's quite cool. Fitting. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good to have that. But that was sort of the end of any sort of um, ghostly things we had on that show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just the one. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Um, yeah. But how did you get roped in to direct it? Jermaine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and, but, and had you done lots of directing before that? Certainly you'd been directing your own writers groups, etc. Well, I mean. Yeah, I'll sit here, you sit there, you sit there. I was chairing a lot of groups. I was doing a lot of dancing. Yeah. Um, you did the break rap us, didn't you? Yeah, I had already. Direct- had they been done already? Yes. I oh, had wow. I directed two feature films by that point, but I directed no television. Um, I directed my first feature film, The Inland Road. Um, wonderful experience. And then co-directed Breaker Uppers with Madeline Sami. But loved it. Had you not, sorry to interrupt, I thought Karen, you'd already been a cop and then you got to play another cop in the Breaker Uppers. I've been a cop in what we do in the shadows. Oh. And then I was in, and then Jermaine, I think, said to you, you've got to get Karen or whatever. And then, he, but then he's always said to me as a Joe, he's like, I didn't mean to really get you as a cop though. That's not, you didn't <laughs> stole me as a cop. But I was a very different cop. In the I remember his, yeah, cop. he had a word to me after saying, hey, you know, I know that we all love Karen and stuff, but, um, you know, like, you you know, you can cast her, but she doesn't have to be a Because then we got you in the educators as a cop. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think yeah, that's, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, when that was, he had a word. Yeah. He was like, hey, you know, we all love Karen, but, you know, Karen's a very, you know, versatile actor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she always needs to be a cop. And I was like, I think she does. Yeah. <laughs> I think she does. No, but then when I was in Anna Scotney's film, I then was a security, security guard. guard. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Bit of rain. Yeah, yeah. It's a uniform lesbian. Uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you asked me to be in that. Or somebody associated with your film asked me to be in the Breaker Uppers as your brother. Oh, I was going to be your brother. Yeah, why did you say uh, that? Did I, was you on, down? Nah, I was on the <laughs> yes. I was on the Hobbit. Um, great series of films if you haven't caught them. <laughs> and uh, and I was working in production, and they wouldn't give me the time off. Oh um, man! And I should have just I should have just um, gone. I should have left. Yeah. You should have left. You yeah, should've. I should have. It was oh, the break rapper, isn't I it? I know, man. I know. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was only like a couple of days or something. It was ridiculous. My job was not important. I could have left. Well, you, so you they could have given me the time off, but he was just being an a-hole, look, you know what now. I mean? It's happened now. Well, you know, that actually, because we, um, we made a film uh, a few years ago, Nude Tuesday, yes. and asked Johnny Bruff to be in that. Yes. Now, he turned us down because um, he had... A yeah, show about a horse, or what, about, what is that show about the horses? Oh yes, Mystic. Mystic. That's so right. he had a part in Mystic, and I was like, Johnny, I rang. I was like, Johnny, you're turning down, you're turning down our offer of the film to be in Mystic. He's like, Yeah, I am, I am. I was like, but then it worked out so well because we needed to replace that character. And we got Karen. Karen, that's <laughs> yeah. right. And Bang. I wasn't a cop. But I still remember vividly when you rang me and said, oh, Karen, I'm making this film. And Johnny Ruffs pulled out and, do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, of course, you're great. Yeah. And just as you were about to hang up the phone is when you said, you will have to be naked. Yeah. And then you w- went off the phone. I was like, what? But it's kind of implied. I mean, it's called Nude Tuesday. So I don't want to bang on about my it. Char- well, <laughs> there could no. have been a character yeah. in it called Tuesday. And then you could have been the character Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, but Tuesday's anyway, nude the whole time. As it time. turns out, what an empowering and fantastic experience oh, that was. That Love. is a great, In fact, I stayed at Morgana's, stayed at Morgana's house last night. She said to say hello. Oh, and hello, you saw her naked last night. I saw it yeah, by accident. I Again? Walked, she, yeah, well, she was getting changed and I didn't, just walked in. But yeah. then, she was in the wardrobe. She wasn't tonight. <laughs> 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 I was just with Jodie River yesterday as just well. Just crouching in the wardrobe. <laughs> wow, yeah, we need to have a reunion. Yeah, we do. That'd be fun. A naked one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, why not? Summer. Parnell Bars. We'll hire it out. (laughs) (laughs) Private private session. Yeah, Yeah, that was a bloody good film. I went and saw, I think it was a premiere thingy. Yeah. um, And just blown away by how good it was. And I don't, I, I, 
I guess it's too much for an audience. I don't know how many billions it did at the box at the box office. Uh, but when, I don't know. But when you go <laughs> subtitles, nudity, there's a whole bunch of things that are challenging for audiences. Right? It's so funny. God, yeah. it was good. And how it's many? Very clever. Yeah, it was. Um, and we've discussed it actually already on the podcast. I oh, have you. We have mm. quite extensively. Mm. Um, and then what have you done? What have you done since then? Just hip hop, really. Just- <laughs> Yeah, just getting back to my dance, my dance roots. Are you allowed to talk about your other thing? Probably not. What, the Are Office you? Australia? Yeah, oh, yeah, hell yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. I've been on that for years. Yeah. I've never been able to talk about it. Um, yeah, so I've been, um, I, I'm the setup director for The Office Australia. Yeah. The 16th version of The Office. Why not? I think it'll be good having an Aussie one. You'll yeah. know because we'll you've tell, seen we'll it. Tell. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, we're, we're in post at the moment and we're just about to lock all of the apps. Whoa. I know, it's very exciting. So when will it be out? Um, probably it's an Amazon show. Probably next, I'm guessing June, July. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm excited about it. Actually, sixteenth version, but first version with a female lead. Really, female David Brent. Is Man, that right? About yep. time. That's why I'm doing it. Oh, good, good. I've got concerns about it. But oh. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I think there will be quite a lot of that. Yeah, there yeah, will yeah. be quite. There a lot won't of that. though. Seriously, be though. Will there? Of course, no, there'll, there'll be. be people. That of course, there will be. But not from anybody you care about. But I love about. a chat, and that's the reason I took I took it on because um, I mean I love The Office, but to have a female lead and know how challenging that will be for audiences when it's such a famous mm. format show. I was like. Oh, there's a there's a thrill. It's like it's you yeah, know going back. You would just love the thrill. I do. Don't you? I love yeah. the thrill. Back I love something thrill. that's high risk. Is yeah. there like, more of that David Brent dancing in there? Then you would have had a you know he does some of that awkward dancing. Um, he plays a lot of guitar. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also <laughs> yeah. did some horrendous dancing. But we do have some. We do have some dancing. A little. A little. Right. Not much. Not much. No, that's been a good. That's been a good. Um, that's been a. That's been a fun project. Um, yeah. It's almost finished though. So what are you going to do next? I have got a lot of ideas. Sure. Um, I've got a whole bunch of projects that I've kind of been developing on the side. So yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know yet. It depends. It depends who wants to give me money. some money for which one. First. First. Now, I'm exactly. very excited exactly. as well because you had a project announced. It's yourself and Madeline. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, starring Aubrey Plaza. The tourism ads. <laughs> starring Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah. Now, that one went away because of COVID, right? Oh, is that what that was? Because that I was years ago. It was years yeah. ago. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you but just I do thought... a quick Google this morning? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, no, yeah. no. It's like going back to no, my dance. No, because I, rem- <laughs> I remember it being announced and then I think we talked and you are like, yeah, I don't know why they announced that. No. Because we're not quite, not quite there yet. <laughs> no, they just did a, like, we Wasn't it a film? It did, oh, we won't, we won't I mean, bag them, but. Um... No, like I think Deadline, is that, was that what they yeah, called? Yeah, Deadline yeah. just announced it and we were all, plus our reps and stuff, like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Why are they announcing this? Yeah. Which was still in development. Um, but, no, that film didn't happen, unfortunately, but I did get to meet, uh, did get to meet Aubrey Plaza, who's amazing. And yes. we, uh, Madeline and I spent a couple of days with her and um, got to know her kind of brain and sensibility. So that made it worth it. That would be would've a great, been fun to That actually... would have been a great partnership. Yeah. Didn't you also get to meet Celine Dion? I did meet Celine. Yeah. Oh, Celine! She's great. In the four <laughs> seconds um, we got to spend with her backstage, yeah, yeah, Madeline and I met Celine after Breaker Up Riz. Yeah, um, because there's a big singy thingy in there of her songs, mm, that right? Yeah, that that's must right. have been a bar, you know, just a little glimpse behind the curtain. It must have been cheap as getting a hold of a Celine Dion tune, was it? I can't remember how much that cost. But all music's expensive. My it best is. guess for Celine would have been like twenty five grand. <laughs> 
That's not bad. No. I That's mean, the music bad. we've been looking at for, you know, sometimes we're getting quoted like 50 grand and things for the music I've been wanting for The Office. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Music's expensive. How did it you, is. But how did worth you, it. How did yes. you get around the – so how, how much you had to pay for the music in New Tuesday? Because there was heaps of great, great music, but then it got changed by Monica, wasn't it? Did they did they change this into gibberish? Some of the songs, yeah. So we licensed a few songs and then re-recorded them in gibberish. Yeah. Um. So so you just have to pay for half the rights. You know, is it the publishing or the licensing? Yeah, you know, yeah. you just pay for half mm. if you're going to re-record it. So that made it um cheaper. We got in touch with David Byrne. We sent him a video um of us going, "Hey, David," and <laughs> I did it's a really really embarrassing thing because I found out Aman had met him in New York like years ago. I said, yeah. you probably remember Aman. Aman didn't want me to say it. I said, it's the only way we're going to get the rights, yeah, Aman. Sure. We've got to do it. I was like, hey, David, um, you know, you'll remember Aman. She was in like a at a book launch of yours 15 years ago in New York. Anyway, we're making this film and da da And so he gave us the rights for cheap, which really? was great for yeah. his, his Talking Heads song. Um, and, yeah, we licensed a few, but then we had um, – we had a fantastic composer as well, Cam Ballantyne. Aman's brother. Yeah. Right. Aman so being good. the co-director of New Tuesday. No, she was the director. No. director. Oh, the director. Aman director, being the sole director. Yes, I was the right. writer slash gibberish Superstar. actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen David Byrne just on the side live? I haven't. Aman has. I haven't. He he came to Wellington relatively recently, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I'm not a, I'm not a huge Talking Heads fan. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I've heard that. Unbelievable. Yeah. So drama. So it's about twenty people in the band, but rather than having like a drummer up the back and a couple of guitarists and things like that, the drum set gets broken down into four people, and they just take a little element of each, and then together they make the sound of a normal drum kit, and it's all choreographed and danced. In wow. fact, I think Spike Lee's <laughs> directed it for Netflix, which wouldn't be the same, but yeah. Check it out. <laughs> All right, yeah. my little, my little but wasn't check it, it out. Re- something was just released recently in cinemas. Was that it? No, uh, that was Stop Making Sense was oh, re-released, right. the original <laughs> concert film, which I've never seen. Have you seen that? No. No, I'm not going to see it either. Karen, no. you can go. Tell us what it's like. Well, I don't watch things. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm in them. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's the opposite of most actors. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like if I'm in it, then I know it's probably good. Yeah, right. Oh, I like that. <laughs> She's her favourite actor. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. She watches everything she's been in, and she's the only wow. actor she does that for. Would that be right? I watch everything you're in. But, oh, is that true? No. Well, I haven't been in much to be I fair. haven't seen The Separation City. Oh, have you not? No. Oh, you'd love that. Would I? Oh, yeah. He's a really macho firefighter. I loved. I did love watching you in The Educators. <laughs> oh, that was oh fun. you guys that were was great fun. in that show. <laughs> that is a good Yeah, For people out there, um, Educators, because it's got a huge worldwide audience, this podcast. Did you know that? Does it? 23 listeners. Yeah. Um, Educators is a show that um, Jackie makes with her husband, Jesse, and also Johnny Bruff. Yes, and the three of us created it, yeah. And there's three seasons of that. Yeah. And it's about a bunch of reprobate um, teachers. Mm. Yeah, we're up for well, we're up for a few awards this year in the uh, yes. old uh, TV. What's it called? NZTV Awards. Yes. NZTV Awards. So I'm hoping that, of course, we win all of them. Yes, and then uh, like there's this kind of rush of like, oh my gosh, can we, we- make season four with you? Like, so there's yeah. a whole lot of networks like calling us, going, yes. we want to make season four. Yeah, um, or even if it's just TVNZ. Okay, we've got a lot of great ideas um, for season four, but. We do need to put a, a little bit of uh, energy into financing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. because what's the gut? Is the, it three is, what, seasons or four seasons? It gets to a point where New Zealand on air won't fund you anymore. They go, okay, well, you should be able to walk by now. 
Oh, I don't There's know. something like that. I think that's what happened with Paranormal. Like we wouldn't be able to go in for NZ on air fund anymore, I believe. Because oh, we did four seasons. Not well, we did. Right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yes. we did. Yeah, yeah. I did three. You guys did four. Where were you for the last one? No, I was there for the last one. It was the cult. I, you were there I, for the I, did you skip one? I had to skip the third season because of um, the Breaker Uppers. Uh, no, New ah, Tuesday. Yes. Must have been New Tuesday. Yeah, I was I was deep in prep for New Tuesday yeah, for yeah, season yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. I, did I one, knew two, that season four. three was my least favourite. Oh, oh I you were so go kind. The way there. That was close. <laughs> oh, you made Karen. a decision there mid sentence. <laughs> um, anything else you want to say before you go and do some dancing? No, Pilates. Pilates. Oh, I'm strengthening my just core. Dance in there. I'm just strengthening dance my in core there. for hip hop. Anything else I want to say? No, I mean, just such a pleasure. Hey, Jackie, you you directed um, some of the What We Do in the Shadows TV show that's on in the States. How was that experience? I loved it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like I say that for you. No, I really enjoyed that. It was, um, yeah, I directed a couple of eps in season one. How did you get that job again? Jermaine. (laughs) I've got a lot to thank him for. But he does work me hard. He works me me to the bone. Yeah. 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 And he is kind because every time I beg him to be in one of my weird <laughs> yeah. films and like get undressed and jump into a cold lake, he's like, <laughs> and he got, he didn't, he got hypothermia, didn't he? Electric yeah. wheelchair. Yeah. He so. got hypothermia <laughs> in New Tuesday. Um, but anyway, he, so he does that. So, yeah, no, I do have a lot to thank him for. <laughs> How different was that working in the States as compared to here? It, sound, it sounds like it's a massive slog over there with super, super long days, which probably aren't, isn't great for comedy, I wouldn't have thought. It's an interesting one. You get paid a lot better. Sure. Um, so that incentivizes yeah, that yep. keeps your energy up. It's three a.m. and we're still. Yeah. But the thing is, they do have more money, so they could, they just seem to be able to go into overtime as much as mm. they want, and right. that that I find quite tricky because because um, you get quite tired, and especially you know their night shoots for what we do in the shadows, um, and so and we were in shooting in Canada, but where they do have much longer, like here. I mean, we only do 10 hours plus lunch. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's so civilised. It's yeah. lovely. And then and even to, that's too long. I know. <laughs> I'm voting longer lunch. Break. I vote start with lunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and um, yeah, and so and then you have to beg for overtime. So it was quite different like that. So it's like you, I think, I can't remember. Well, the difference here is usually what will happen is you do overtime because it, the job requires it, but you just say you paid for it. Yeah. Is, is what will happen a lot. Our art department will be in overtime or, you yeah. know, those sort of guys. No, because I always remember like, those, oh, even you. on Paranormal, those discussions were like, oh, oh paranormal 15 we minutes, did. can we, and you've got yeah. to be like stressed out about having to, it's a lot of money. Well, yeah. director it's director would stress such, out and Paul such. would be, you know, Paul would be saying, just finish it. Let's go. Yeah, the budgets are so tight. It's but just then, not coming from, yeah. yeah. But then they should have put the lights up quicker. Oh, I've only got respect for the people that work in the lighting department. Good God. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You need that. You Bloody need hell. you need that lighting. Um, no, so, but it was good. And I guess it was, well, it was a much, it was probably the first time, um, it was the biggest kind of jump up I had had in my, you know, mm. in my working career in terms of scale. Yeah. So, you know, so I step onto that set and it's, massive in my mind you know there's you know sound stages and you know there's like 50 carpenters working and I was just like holy heck yeah um but but so then how do you handle that do you just go well it's essentially the same or do you go do you have a crisis of sort of ability or anything around it or you just go um when I walk yeah when I walked onto the set I was a little bit um stunned Mm. um but then, but then my job was just actually the same because you know Jermaine essentially employed me because I like 
directing comedy. I'm good at directing improv. Yeah. I, so I just did heaps of improv and um, – yeah, so the job was the same, but it was just a much bigger scale, yeah. which was, yeah. uh, and, you know, and everyone, the other difference is I felt like for the first time there's a lot of, a lot more producers watching rushes, a lot of, a lot of people just watching on set even, right. you know, and so whereas paranormal, there's like, there's a few people hanging about kind of yeah. having a durry, yeah. but, you're kind of, but you're kind of just doing your own thing. <laughs> and I'm sure people watch rushes, but it's not like um, yes. these big, you know, um, big studios and things. So that was a little bit, yeah, it was a big step up, but um, but it was great to do that. So then I, when I got invited to do Time Bandits, which yep. was a much, much, much bigger budget yes. than Shadows. It was massive, wasn't it? It was massive, but I'd already had that. Big, so for me it felt kind of yeah. the same. I'm right. like, oh, yeah, this is massive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's okay. Like when I walked onto that, I was like, jeepsters, like I'd never yeah. known the likes, you know. Yeah. And I yeah. even said to Jermaine, he said, oh, the the budget for this must be quite big. And he said, yeah, Karen, like, you know, every ep- every season of Paranormal wouldn't get you one episode of this show. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, massive. Phenomenal. Yeah, and I've done a lot phenomenal. of work at Stone Street. <laughs> yeah. And that is the biggest, like, you know, from King Kong to Hobbits and all of those things, and that is the most packed I've ever seen, Stone Street. Yeah. With um, porticoms stacked on top of porticoms. And yeah. it was just not a, a centimetre spare. I found it thrilling. Um, what I loved was, and it was my first experience of um, directing with a microphone. Right. And when I was first handed it, I was yes. like, I, was like I, I can make a choice. Either I can be like intimidated by this or I can really embrace it. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'm going to embrace it. So I'd do like, good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's Jackie. It's Jackie here and we're on day two of block three. Yeah. You know, I found it quite fun. Yeah. Um, and then when you were doing uh, Shadows, Pretty good cast. Oh, really good cast. Um, I've always been a big lover of Matt Berry. Oh, yes. Always been a favourite. And um, the the one that became to be my favourite on that show was uh, Natasha Dimitriou. Yeah, great. Who is just hectically funny and ju- and, a, and a lot of just looks to camera, actually, in a classic O'Leary styles. But, jeez, <laughs> man, she can work yeah. it. Yeah, they're also – they were a great – yeah, an amazing ensemble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was some chat about us going over there and doing that. Never oh. happened. Oh, as like a like guest appearance, like from, yeah, yeah, as yeah. your character. Yeah, because of course Johnny went over, didn't he? Johnny Bruff went over. Yeah. He, did Corey go? I don't know. Mm. Johnny did an episode. He did. Yeah, and Wesley Snipes. But not us. Not us. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That yeah. one. Yeah. But they're still making it, right? They're still going. Yeah. yeah. We're busy five, now. We're busy. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Anyway. You're superstars now. Yeah, I've got dance class started. <laughs> yeah. you, got your, you know, you got your podcast. you got <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of stuff going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, our podcasts are busy. Yeah. Um, it's 22 past. Okay, I've got to go. I've you got to go, go to Tarangi. I've got yeah, to yeah. get that core. Good luck with your core. Thank you. And, and uh, well, we'll get it. We'll get her back for more. We'll get you back for more. Oh, We're going to specifically talk about um, the other episodes you've directed in other series when we oh, get Oh, because I love the school one. Oh, oh Fear of the Briannas. Fear of the Briannas, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a goodie. Also, oh, this one. is kind of a cliffhanger, isn't it? So, oh, the cold oh, one. Yeah, now, that one. was probably <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. So, tune in some other day when Jackie Van Beek will be back. Yes, and also <laughs> next week when we do something else. Okay, guys. All right, okay. thanks, Jackie. See okay, ya. bye. Bye. Welcome back. How do you feel about that? Hang on, where am I getting welcome back from? Welcome back from the interview with Jackie. Oh, okay, we're back welcome, now. Okay, great. So, say that again, and I'll say what I'm supposed to say. Hey, welcome back from the interview with Jackie Van Beek. Oh, hey, you what like an that? interview. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, it was good, eh? I love Jackie and I just think she I could listen to her all day. She is one of the funniest people I know. Yeah. Yeah. And very talented. And very talented, yes. 
and very good at dancing. What do you think? Well, we haven't seen her and she won't let us see her, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know about that. I'm not prepared to I say saw that. her dancing in New Tuesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, what? I'm just thinking about how funny she is and whether I think that she's ta- – whether being talented or being funny is more important to me. And I think being funnier is. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But her funniness is a talent. It's part of her talent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is good. If you're going to have that as part of your talent, that's certainly the way to go. You've got that as part of your talent. Oh, thanks, mate. And so yeah. do you, actually. Yeah. We wouldn't be where we are, would we? Um, so that so we're going to we've got some other interviews that we're going to be, well certainly one other interview we're going to be doing in this series um, and more of those as we move forward. What have you got to plug at the moment? Anything to plug? It's hard to know given you don't know when this episode's yeah, going exactly. to come out. It's tough. Me, yeah. I, I'm probably plugging either Christmas or Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm plugging both of those things yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm um, I've got to hopefully become a marriage celebrant so that I can be the celebrant yes. at my cousin's son's wedding. But I yeah. should have I should have put in the forms ages ago. Oh God, really? They sh- but they shouldn't have left that to you. Exactly. That's near. That's not good. It's Paul O'Leary. How Domino's long have you done? Well, in this moment that we're in at the moment, how long have you got to get it done? Sec- well, I've got all the things I need, but yes. they, they say that the process to, to get it t- signed off can take three months, but the wedding's on January the 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> I'm just telling them they've got to have a backup person oh, and I can still be the MC. Okay, when can you get those in? Can you get those in? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. Yeah, I will. Oh. Anyway, so that's what I'm. I'm just, um, yeah, worrying about that, yes. and um, and then also yeah, having a nice actually having a nice break because yes. I don't have any real work on. I've just got to go and do, be an MC at a at a function, which I really enjoy. But then other than that, just growing vegetables in the garden. Yeah, bloody oath. Now, just on that, actually, um, outside of being your friend and your co-star, yes, um, Frank Management is also your agent, which is a company that I'm involved with. And if you are listening out there and you think, geez, that Karen will make a bloody good MC, <laughs> you'd be right, actually. She's um, one of the very best in the country. So if you want to, you can reach out, give us a shout, um, either through our socials, which is now don't get in touch with us on TikTok. All right? No, no. That's just, it's not the right place. Um, you can either, <laughs> you can email Naomi at frankmanagement.nz and actually you can have, you can have, O'Leary MC or be a speaker. Yes. Or you can have O'Leary and Minogue. As cops. As cops doing it if you want yep. to. We'll come out. Um, yeah. So, I've been out for years. Yeah, you have. Actually, it's been a while. <laughs> um, but our socials are Instagram, we're at Wellington Paranormal Podcast. TikTok is at Wellington Paranormal Pod. And YouTube is at Wellington Paranormal The Podcast. Karen, your yep. Instagram is Karen O'Leary NZ. That's me. Uh, my Instagram is Mr. Mike Minogue. I also have a radio show, which is at Hauraki Big Show. Um, leave us a review and give us a five star rating on your way out as well. That'll help this podcast grow into the biggest podcast the world has ever seen. Yeah, we'd love you for it. Wouldn't we though? Yeah. Um, I feel like that's about it. I okay. feel like that's about it. But thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone. And I love you, Karen. Love you too, Mike. And Kakite. Kakite anu matewa. Frank Podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Think you know how to party? Well, science does. In fact, there are nerds out there that spend their whole lives researching the ins and outs of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But don't take this nerd's word for it. In the Party Science Podcast, we break down the research behind a good time and a great time. I'm Dr. Joel Rindelop, a real-life scientific researcher. And I'm comedian Courtney Dawson, a real-life party girl. And together, we talk to world experts in psychedelics. Look at topics like the physiology of squirting and show you how science parties harder than you thought possible. Stay tuned every Wednesday for a new episode scientifically proven to rock your dome.